For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, welcome to Believe in the Broncos podcast. I'm Chris Braden alongside, as always, Ray Crockett. Ray, how you doing today, buddy? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Got a lot going on. You know, the Denver Broncos are here in Dallas in my hometown this week. And, man, I don't know. With everything that happened last week, I don't know if we're ready. This has been a crazy, crazy week. Um, Okay. So, yeah, man, like, this is a great – let's be honest, man. If you're the Cowboys, this is a great game to get Dak back out there. So, <laughs> I guess Sam's. Uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Are, are you trying to say that the Denver Broncos is, is the homecoming? <laughs> I'll just put it to you this way: my Buffs were the homecoming last week for Oregon, and my <laughs> you know son-in-law, my daughter on, went uh, on homecoming. You always schedule the team you know you can beat. So, Thanks. so you trying to say this is Dak's homecoming? Come on, man! It could be. It could be. And I guess let's address. I mean, before we break down last week and get into the Cowboys, Von Miller, Von Miller's gone, and when he didn't play on Sunday, when we all knew that he was more than capable, he wasn't injured. Even mentioned it a few times. Right. Von is not one of those guys that plays games with the media. Vaughn's pretty open. He's normally an open book, an honest book as well. He's Mm. not a. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I'm immunized. (laughs) He's he's pretty straight to the point. He'll let you know I'm vexed or I'm not. But anyway, that that's for another story. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is a wordsmith, man. Come on now, he's (laughs) like the Jeopardy guy, you know. Come on. (laughs) Hey, hey, did, did you write your essay? I've written. <laughs> I didn't really say I wrote my essay, but I've written. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, man. that's that's crazy. But uh, no, uh, with with Vaughn, yeah, I knew something was going on. And, and you kind of sensed it. You know, you kind of sensed it from from the way things were happening. And, and I was hearing, you know, through the grapevine that there was a possible trade or a couple of mm-hmm. teams calling about him. So I didn't know it was going to go down. And I don't think he even knew that it was going to finally go down either. But a healthy scratch is normally a, a good, if, if you're saying something to tell, tell us that, that you know, yeah. hey, this a little bit of tell for you guys. A healthy scratch, especially in a game that you need to win when we're trying to get back to in the win column, that, that normally lets you know that, yeah, something is going down. Well, yeah, it definitely was a telltale sign to me. I was like, in fact, when I saw him over on the sideline, I'm like, Ugh, this ain't good. Like, Ray, it might be good for the Broncos. I'm not saying what they got back and all that stuff. Or, like the trade, that's business. But right. me as a Bronco fan, that's oh, not yeah. good. No, for sure. And then, you know, with, with Vaughn, with myself, Vaughn is from uh, DeSoto, from Dallas, mm-hmm. right, right by where I went to high school as well. So, 
you know, I, I've been following his whole career from, from DeSoto to AM to the Broncos. And with him landing with my Broncos, you know, that was always a good day. And, and he just had a marvelous career. Let's just give it to the guy first yes. and foremost. I understand, you know, you can nitpick and say, hey, his last three or four years haven't been Von Miller-ish or, or Von Miller-like or whatever you want to say or whatever you want to call it. True to form. You know, he's been hurt a couple of, you know, a couple of times, uh, a couple of years. He's been hurt off and on. He and Bradley Chubb never gave us what we were looking for out of that combination either. And, and, and just being frank, to get a second and a third round pick for the guy at this point of his career, and not only at this point of his career, at this point of his contract, that's, mm-hmm. that's even more important, is that he was going to be free. Let's be clear about this. He was going to be free at the end of this year. We were not going to sign him back at market value. That was not going to happen. So with that being said, as a GM, I, I think it was it was the right thing to do as a GM for the Broncos. It was the right thing to do as a GM for Vaughn. If you say, hey, Vaughn is not going to be here, excuse me, and we, and we let him go, but it comes down to a point to where now, hey, what can we get for? Mm-hmm. And to get a second and third round pick to gain picks in a year that clearly looks to me like a rebuild, <laughs> you know, he don't want to use the word rebuild. Of course, I wouldn't want to use the word rebuild if I was an organization as well, because that's just a scary word altogether. But it clearly looks like a rebuild. We're going to have to find a quarterback in the offseason as well. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, the, the the draft picks will help us a lot, man. And, and we have young guys. I, don't get me wrong when I say this, because I don't want Broncos, Broncos country to think that I'm saying Vaughn was, was not good this year, wasn't going to be good going forward. But we do have young guys. Bradley Chubb, if he can get healthy, Cooper and all these guys. We do have young guys that can rush the pass. And that can fill that void as well. Will it be what Vaughn was early in his first six years? No, but it, it, it would definitely be what he is now. So let me, I think, yes, I think you're 100% right. But I'll also say this, and you know this. Who are the Dallas Cowboys going to have to chip and double team this weekend? <laughs> I mean, people forget about that. Like he has an impact without having an impact. True, true, and and, and that's the one thing that that you always have to say about Vaughn. Even right now, he was still a guy that needed to be chipped. He was still a guy that garnered a double team. He was still a guy that freed other guys up. So mm-hmm. the test for the Cowboys is not there as far as who they have to chip and all that. But for the young guys on the Broncos, this is a great game for them. You know, this is a great game. You're going to go out and you're going to get to see if you can play one-on-one. I mean, Vaughn is not going to take double teams and chips and all that. So it's going to be a a mono-a-mono type game. And we're going to see if these young guys can play. And and let's just just call it what it is, man. It's to rebuild without Vaughn, especially on defense. You know, and, and the defense will look different. But it's, it's time. I mean, it's time. 
I'm not going to say uh, I wanted Vaughn to retire Bronco as well. Like Bronco's country did. I, I really thought he would. I, I thought he could. I thought they could get something worked out. But at the end of the day, where we sit as a team right now, we're not a playoff team. No. And, and if you can get what you got for Vaughn Miller and put him in a situation to where he could go and possibly chase another Super Bowl and he's playing in L.A., I mean, come on now. Let's let's just be real. Right. <laughs> if, if you're going to leave the Broncos, I would love to go to L.A. <laughs> Why not, right? Ray, it's let me, a great let me place ask, to go. Let me ask you this, because when Vic Fangio took over, he really took aim at Von Miller. He said Von can be better. He started doing stuff like putting him in coverage when he had done it from time to time. But for me, I'm just going to, I'm speaking for Broncos country. I don't think that Vic Fangio always put Von Miller in a place where he could succeed as Von Miller. That's just me watching. Right. Well, I mean, he definitely put him in some adverse situations. I mean, I will say that he definitely uh, when when you say he can do more and this, that and the other. I, I don't know what more you wanted Vaughn to do. I mean, he, he had just came off of being a Super Bowl MVP not too long ago. I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's one mm-hmm. of those type of things for me. I mean, the guy is a pass rush demon. It's just like, you know, back when I played, if, if the Kansas City Chiefs said, hey, Derek Thomas, I think you could do more. How about, cover, how about covering the running backs a couple of times? The guy averages three sacks a game, you know, something crazy. Yep. I mean, sometimes you just you get a unique talent and you just let that guy be unique. And, and mm-hmm. I feel that's kind of where we were with Vaughn. He was a very unique talent as far as his ability to get around that corner and dip and lean and bend and all the stuff he did to and just – you know, create havoc on quarterback. That's what he does. Let him do it. I mean, I guarantee you the Rams did not give up a second and third pick for him to play zone or guard a tight end. <laughs> He's going to be rushing that pass, and, and, and that's what he does. So it's a great fit for him, and it's time for us to, you know, like I said, Vaughn is a ring of famer for the Broncos. He's going to be a Hall of Famer for sure. And he will go in as a Bronco, you know, and he's not going to turn his back or anything like that on, on the Broncos when it comes to that. He'll be back there. He still has a house there. He'll be that back in the offseason. So I wish him, you know, I, I wish him well. I, I wish the best for him. And, and to be honest, I, it's time for the Broncos to – I thought maybe last year was going to be time. I did. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe last year because they could have got – probably could have got more for him last year. But at the end of the day, man, hey – this is a business. Broncos country, I hate it for us, but this is a business. It's just like I had to deal with this when Steve Atwater left after his 10th year and he went to the Jets. It was a move that, I, I mean, it, it hurt me in my gut. He was one of my best friends. He's still one of my best friends. And and I just hated to see the him. The locker room did not ball. like that move. Let's just No, not at all. Not at all. So, <laughs> and with all of this junk, I want to just bring this out. As we close the Von Miller chapter and move forward to the to the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos and what the Denver Broncos are going to look like going forward. Let's close this chapter. I've heard all the pundits and all that stuff talking about Von Miller left the cover of the damn Halloween party. Thank you. Come That's on. That's stupidity. That's stupidity. I mean, for anybody to even print that and, and to even kind of correlate the two together. 
you're just ser searching for for some BS. I mean, you're starving for attention. There is no way on God's green earth that any GM would trade a guy over a damn Halloween party and over the teammates not being able to come together and pay for the bill or whatever the hell happened. Trust me, that had absolutely nothing to do with Vaughn being traded to L.A. or Vaughn wanting to, to leave Denver and get traded because of a $100,000 or whatever the case may be. That's that stupidity. So I just want to close it there. And let's wish Vaughn the best. Broncos country, he's still a Bronco. You know, and he'll forever be a Bronco. And he'll be in the ring of fame. You get to see him again. Let's move forward. And let's see what we, you know, what we can do going forward now. What What is this year going to be? Is it going right. to be a, a rebuild, readjust? I mean, we still have to worry about, you know, what we're going to do with the coaching staff. I mean, that have not performed, in my opinion. You know, talking about Vaughn not performing, this coaching staff have not performed either. So that's the next move. What are we going to do there? Hey, Ray, I want to piggyback. Uh, you know, I like to talk for Broncos country. You know, I'm the representative here. And number one, everybody listening, athletes, even if they lose, have a life outside of the sport. They're, they're, they're going to like a party is not a big deal. It shouldn't even like it shouldn't even register with us. Number one. Right. Number two, if you're a true Vaughn fan like I am, um, Vaughn Miller gets to line up next to Aaron Donald from time to time. Hey, that's great. that is like a dream scenario for that guy. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and I mean, you're talking about going to sleep and, and asking your fairy godmother to wake you up in a better situation. You went to sleep four and four, woke up seven and one yep. <laughs> at the top of the NFC and a, and a chance to play the Super Bowl is going to be in LA Mm -hmm. In a new stadium. I mean, it's just so it's this is so right for Vaughn. I mean, yep. he could not have woke up in a better situation. Now, whether that's, you know, how you feel about that is, is how you feel about that. I'm thinking about the player now and in a situation, if I had a dream scenario, hey, this would be it. So hey, so I'm happy for it. Ray. What about this, though? You get to start your career with the Rams on Sunday night football. And you're going to be playing against another all-timer, an AP, who just yeah. signed with the Titans. Yeah. Dude, who's not tuning into that game? Who's uh, not watching that everybody's game? Everybody's going to watch that game. I mean, they're <laughs> going to watch it, one, to see, you know, what the trade and everything went for. Vaughn, they're going to watch it for AP and to see what Tennessee is going to be now with, without 45% of their offense, which is what Henry was about, you know, anywhere from 40 to 45% of their offense. So it's going to be a definite interesting game. It's going to be a game that, that have definite playoff implications as far as for the AFC and for the NFC. So, man, like I said, I'm happy for Vaughn, and, and I'm happy that the Broncos were able to, to get a second and third. I mean, you don't know. I mean, as far as Broncos country, you guys don't understand how great that is to get a second and third round pick for a guy who basically has nine games left on his contract. Yep. And, and you weren't going to be able to bring him back anyway. And it was going to be his choice if he wanted to come back. So to be able to get what they got for him, it was a great deal for the Broncos. And hopefully that second and third pick will, will be what 
helps us to land a, a bona fide franchise quarterback. Yeah, so good luck, Devon. Let's break down this uh, this game last Sunday against the Washington football team. The Denver defense, you know, they held them to 10 points. Justin Simmons with a couple of picks, they were able to turn that offense over, which helped them out. But also, we get back to this running game. They didn't even run 20 times again. And the last three plays offensively for the Denver Broncos was just a comedy of errors when they could have just oh kneeled on the ball. And, you know, e- you know, even people that don't know anything about my wife was like, what are they doing? And hey, I was hey, like, I don't um, know what to say. And that's it's dumbfounded. I mean, it, it really was a lost for words moment. Mm-hmm. And and it was even worse to watch Fangio try to explain <laughs> what was going on. That was even worse. Instead of just standing up and saying, "Hey, man, we effed up, man!" Like mm-hmm. it was a it was a you know comical moment. We're, we're lucky to get the, the victory because you know ended up having a fumble and all. Kept, it was just <laughs> it was a circus. It was a circus, and it was embarrassing as a coach. To even get up there, like I said, have to find the words to say I effed up. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, once again, I'm gonna bring it back to <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers moment. You know, that was one of those moments, Coach. What was that? Oh, I'm immunized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on, man. I'm immune, dog. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, don't, I got don't, you. Don't tell, yeah. Don't tell me. You just there was a, it was it was horrible coaching, and and it, and you have to say that, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about going forward. I mean, you have to look at all of this stuff as as far as for the coaches. Things didn't change much, in my opinion, mm-hmm. offensively. And and Shermer, in my opinion, I, I just don't feel that he's the guy. I don't feel he's the guy for this team. I don't feel he's the guy for for the players. And I don't feel he's the guy for Fangio because Fangio continually has to come up with reasons. <laughs> and excuses, you know, to, to for him. And as a head coach, man, he's going to – my dad used to always say to me that who you hang around, who you associate yourself with is, is a direct reflection of you. And Fangio, he's going to get you fired, brother. <laughs> you, better, yeah. you better make a decision because he's about to get you fired. I mean, I can see Vic Fangio after the game is like, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah. like what, what's the narrative? What are we doing here? Yeah, and I will say what, this. What I, lie do you want me to tell? Right. <laughs> and the one thing about Pat Shermer, he's leaving in Denver with us, is some amazing quotes that will outlive oh, him by God. far. You know, we were practicing incompletions. You know, stuff like that. And you're just like. Ridiculous. What? what? Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he, he I, I watched four or five of his last interviews. And he just looks like he does not have a clue. I, I mean, I'm just going to be dead ass honest. I have to give it to you straight with no chaser. If I was on offense right now, and, and they, and you know, they, you, you get this saying, I run through a brick wall for him. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't run in a pillow fight for that dude. <laughs> I would not. I would not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't follow him into a pillow fight. 
I, I, I'm just, I know because you're going to get ambushed and he's going to be throwing those pillars like 50 yards and like, who can throw pillows 50 yards? I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on now. I mean, I can't, I can't do it. I, I, I can't just, manage a pillow fight. Yeah, he's, he's not the guy right now. And, and I think we, we just have to be honest with ourselves and, and, the, and the GM has to be honest with himself and, and tell Fangio, hey, it's either you or him. Mm-hmm. What you want to do, you know? It's either you or him. You got to make a decision. You can't say, hey, uh, nothing's going to change. You can't continue to feed us that. Right. You got to tell us something needs to change. And it's either you or him. That's what I'm you, telling him. Do you know what I want Pat Shermer to come out and say on Saturday before the game? I resign. I'm gar- <laughs> well, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Here's number two. I am going to give the running backs 25 carries today. We're going to we're going to stick with this cuz you know in that Washington team Ray, game Ray wasn't that the perfect game to control the clock and sure. control the ball like sure. that that's and it seemed like that was the way the game was playing out I mean it wasn't a, like a super exciting game or anything like that and I go and look and I'm like wow he did it again like I didn't even realize it man I'm telling you I I was so frustrated <laughs> I was I was so frustrated. I just I couldn't even watch anymore, man. I, I watched the first second. I had to go back and watch the game again after the game, you know, because I was I just couldn't watch it that day. I said, man, this is this is ridiculous. But it, it, it's it's at that point, man. We we're beating a dead horse right now yep. as far mm-hmm. as with Sherman. I, I don't think things are going to get better. I mean, we we've seen it. I mean, here's a guy that under his tenor here. I think we've scored one touchdown on the first drive in like 30 games. Yeah. And, and his and his reason was that, you know, sometimes teams don't score in the first half. What the hell? <laughs> well, what? here in Denver, we're used to Mike Shanahan putting seven on the board every first drive. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that, that's, I'd <laughs> never heard that in my life. Hey, sometimes teams just don't score in the first half. Man, come on, man. Give, it's give a true us statement, though. He's a wordsmith, yeah. too. Yeah, of course, it's a true statement, but that's not what, <laughs> what you want to say if you're leading the charge and, and you're, and, you know, we, we're following your lead. Nah, that's, that's, hey, guys, you know what? We're going to try to score, but, you know, sometimes teams just don't score. Can I ask you something just from a player's? So I like Teddy Bridgewater. I do. I don't think he's playing up to what we thought he would. But he has this uh, a demeanor on the sideline, and like we're all we're all frustrated. And he shows nothing. Does that affect the team in any way? Because like obviously he can go talk to him, but we just see what the camera shows us, and it's just uh, it's blank. He's not like happy or he's not mad. Yeah, he. I mean, it's tough. When, when you have your quarterback who's so nonchalant and, and just mm-hmm. carries such a, a chill, you know, demeanor because you, you don't you, you would like for your quarterback to to be your leader. You like for your quarterback to to you like to know for sure that my quarterback is going to guide the troops. You know, if things go wrong, if things get tough. He's going to pick us up. He's going to change, you know, and you're used to seeing that, you know, you're mm-hmm. used to seeing that fire, you know, in, in your guy, you know, that Tom Brady is fire, that John Elway fire, you know, you're used to seeing that. And, and, and Bridgewater just doesn't have it, man. He's just, he's just, I mean, even, even if you go back and you look at Lamar Jackson's demeanor, 
you know, you know, two guys are from Louisville. Lamar, you know, has so much more fire, mm-hmm. and you can see that he cares every single play. And Bridgewater, you know, sometimes you look and you just wonder, you know, he is a true never let him see you sweat guy. Yes. <laughs> you know, he he is a true cool, calm character. And I don't know if that's, you know, exactly what this team needs at the quarterback position. It's funny because the only quarterback that I that comes to mind when I think of a guy that has that demeanor, I have to go all the way back to when I was a little kid. And I remember Roger Staubach was kind of like that. He was yeah. just always yeah. just like yeah, real stone stoic. face. Yeah, yeah, real stoic and stone face. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, you know, growing up here in Dallas, good comparison. But the difference, though, was you saw Roger the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You knew he was putting every ounce of his being on that football field and yep. leaving it there. You knew that without question. So, I, I mean – I, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. You know, it, it wouldn't be as as bad if we had other leaders on the team that that you could really feel Fill that, that role. Yeah, that could really direct us, and we don't really have that right now. Offense. That's the difficult part. Is that it'd be different if you had a Shannon Sharp on offense, you know, or, or if you had a, a TD on offense or somebody who who you knew could feel that role. And I, right now in offense, you just, you got so many young guys in different positions. You just don't have that leadership, you know, that on field leadership. And then mm-hmm. when you definitely, and, and this is what makes Shermer even worse, you know, for us, when you don't have that, you see that as a GM, when you don't have that kind of leadership out of your players, then you have to have an offensive coordinator who, who's that dude. Like yeah. who, who's the dude that when he walks in the room, Everybody says that's the guy. Yeah, you, you have to have that if you don't have that on field leadership. So we, you and I, both called the Broncos victory. They limped to a victory, but good job by the defense. I will say some of the young guys, like Young and, and Weatherby, like Cooper, like some of those young guys, yeah. man, they look they played hard, man, and and I want to give them mad props. And you know, the yeah. offense did what they did. The Broncos are going to be. Uh, in a position to figure out what they need to do with Patrick and Sutton in the offseason. But in my mind, they need both those guys. So I don't know how they're going to figure that out. But you know what? It was a win. It was a win, Ray. Right. I mean, and at the end of the day, all wins are good wins in, in the NFL. It's not a bad win. I don't care who you are, how you look at it. It's not a bad win. I was happy for the defense. Finally, I, I actually looked up and saw stats. <laughs> you know, and there there was five sacks or something like that. I, if I recall, two interceptions. There was a fuck. So when you look at the stats, then you that's what makes me see if we had a good day or not. If you start to say we need to be stat fillers, and, yeah. and with a, with a bunch of young guys running around, you know, creating havoc, there should be some stats, and and, and that that showed up this game. So I'm happy for the young guys, and I'm I'm eager. I am. I'm eager to see what they're going to do with that run. I'm eager to see who's going to step up now. You know what? What is just is, is this really Justin Simmons' team? That they, they've been trying to make him the face of the defense, the face of the Broncos. You know, defensively. You know, his play early on this year was not showing it. 
But mm -hmm. he had a great game. Hopefully this is a game that he can, you know, bounce back. And it was a game without Bun playing. So let, let's see if he can be that guy. That's what they try. They paid him for it. So let's, it's time for him to step up. Yeah, so he'll have a chance this week to step up against the Cowboys. Dak Prescott coming back that running game and the offensive line for the Cowboys is looking really good. We know they got all the receivers. The defense is definitely going to have a, a test this week. And you know what? Like the Cowboys defense this year is pretty good, man. Parsons yeah. out there. I mean, you know, Diggs, they got some guys out there that, um, you know, last year was horrific. Anything uh, better would have been a step up, but this is a major step up. And the Dallas Cowboys this year are the real deal in my eyes. Oh, for sure. And, and me being here in Dallas, I, I got to see the revamp going on, you know, with, with what they did offensively, defensively. I mean, I, I got to see it all firsthand. I got to see Dak, and he's come to my restaurant, you know, a couple of times. Got to speak with him as well. He's healthy again. And, and you're talking about a confident guy, man. You're talking about a guy that you want at the helm. You want a guy like him to be your quarterback. Nothing but confidence, nothing but positivity that he has. And, and he's not afraid to go and talk to his guys. He's not afraid to speak to the wide receivers. He's not afraid to talk to the running back. I mean, he he is a true leader in every sense of the word, and and he's he's showing it, and, and he's proven that he was worthy of that new contract that he got, and he's ready to go. And, and it's going to be tough this week for the Broncos because it, this is what I look at. Whenever you say, "Is this a championship team or not?" I always go to the main positions. And I say, do they have a dude there? And if you do, then that's what helps you to be. And what I mean by that, quarterback, they got to do. They got that. Yeah. You know, offensive tackle, they got to do. They got Tyron Smith, you know, running back, they got to do. Go back to they the wide receiver. They might have two dudes. That's what I was about to say. They go back to the wide receiver <laughs> position. They got a couple of dudes, you yeah. know. So when you do that, and then you go defensively. Defensive end, they got a dude. They got Randy Gregory. They got a couple of guys over there. Linebacker, they got a dude. Parsons, cornerback, they got a dude. <laughs> so when you start to put all of those things together, man, this is a formidable team, and this is a team that's going to be there in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, but you can best believe it's all right there for the Cowboys, and it's going to be a tough, tough, tough battle for the Broncos and we're going to really get to see what type of team we are. You'll know right away after this game if this is a rebuild or not. Whether they want to say it or not, you'll know because they have to face some formidable talent. And, and let me tell you, man, they, these guys are hitting on all cylinders and they are confident as heck. When you see them out, you know that they know they got a good team. You know, the funny thing in it is about Dak Prescott, and I'll go all the way back to Russell Wilson. Broncos country, we always look at these uh, quarterbacks like the one that got away because, you know, Dak was in the, in the mix here in Denver as far as getting drafted here in Denver. You know, Russell Wilson, they, they didn't get him. You know, we'd go Josh Allen. Like, Dak is another one of those guys. You're like, you, you keep looking and you're like, okay, when are we going to get our guy? Right. Like, when yeah, are we going to get our guy? We want a guy. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, 
it's tough, you know, and, and the draft is always tough. It, it's, I tell people all the time, you can do that. If, if you're going to do that, you're going to drive yourself crazy. You, you really are. Because every draft, there's a draft that, that, you know, there's a pick that you could have had or that, you, you know, probably should have gotten or whatever the case may be. But, I mean, right now, but man, that, we just... Go but ahead. Dak, when he was at Mississippi State, everyone knew the story. Like him and his mom, and he's out there just balling out. You're like, right, I, right. honestly, I'm surprised he slipped so far, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not a Yeah, and a that's what I'm guy. saying. It was crazy. That's what I'm saying. So it wasn't Denver. It wasn't just Denver. It'd be, nope. it'd be different if Denver, you know, had the shot and he was picked right behind us. Oh, like, like Josh oh. Allen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, now, that's something you can say. But or, or, I, or Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> You know, I'm saying now, with, with Dak, we had we had four rounds to get Dak, and we wanted him. You know, so it's one of those things where you you pick the guy that you think fits fits your system and and fits your organization. And at that point, I think Dak wasn't a fit, but he's he's proved a lot of teams wrong. He proved well, Paxton Lynch was. So let's just leave it at that. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. We'll so leave that alone. We... <laughs> hey man, dude likes playing Madden. Whatever. So. um before we give our predictions, let's go around the AFC. We got uh, we got the Packers at the Chiefs. No Aaron Rodgers. Um, man, defenses in the NFL have the blueprint right now on how to beat the Chiefs. In fact, watching that game, I have never seen Kelsey on his butt so often after Chuck's at the line of scrimmage. Like, that never happens. Yeah. And it's yeah, happening yeah. now. Yeah, because teams are figuring them out, man. Teams are figuring out that you got to put your hands on Kelsey. You got to try to put your hands on Tyreek Hill. Which is harder. Yeah, and you have to play shell defense. Just do not let them get big plays. If they get big plays, that team gets more confidence and it just starts steamrolling. But if you make them walk the ball down the field, they will make some mistakes. And, And it's been proven. The quarterback will make some mistakes. He has to go back and, and really become a true quarterback mm-hmm. instead of a look, instead of a human highlight. Now he has to go back and, and, and correct his errors and his mistakes. Because some of those plays, I mean, I, I I said it last year, the year before. I was like, man, this cannot continue. I mean, he can't continue to play the quarterback position the way he was playing. And everybody else thought he could. Oh, he's just amazing. No, he was just making some plays and teams were, were trying to figure this guy out. Now some coordinators have figured him out. And, and now he has to come back and change his play and show that he can, he can adjust. You know, I always talk about AQ, the adjustability. He has to show that he can adapt and he can adjust now. And, and we'll see what happens. Right now they're struggling. And and it's a good to look. It's a good time for the Broncos to get them. I wish we could get them right now because I think I they're going to get. Yeah, I think they're going to get it fixed here in the next you know two or three weeks, and it'll be a different team. You know, so like for me in that game, I still think the Packers have a great chance of winning that game. All the teammates of Aaron Rodgers, but you know, we're going to set the COVID controversy aside. Those 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 players are going to rally around this for Aaron oh, Rodgers. Sure. That's their sure. guy. And I think as a team, they match up well. Now, Jordan Love could go out there and screw it up for everybody. But I think that's going to be a tight game. There's no way the Chiefs run away from the backers in that game. Oh, no, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think 
everything, and, and they're going to have all their weapons back. You know, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams and all those, the receivers, Lassard, all those guys are going to be back. And, and this is a great, this is a great game for Jordan Love, to be honest. Yep. It's a great time for him to go out and prove that he can be that guy. So he has a lot of incentive to play well. He has a lot of incentive not to screw it up. And, and quite frankly, I think the team is, is hoping that he plays well so that they have that opportunity to tell Aaron Rodgers, hey, see, we can do it without you, you know? So I think these guys also will play well because they want to show Aaron we can do it without you because they want Aaron. Here's the thing. When you are playing next to a guy like Aaron, like us, we were with us having John Elway. Mm-hmm. We wanted to show John Elway when Bubby, when Elway got hurt and Bubby Brister stepped in and played. We wanted to show John, hey, you don't have to be the hero for us. We just need you to be John in every sense of the word and, and use your skill set and do what you're capable of doing. But you don't need to be the hero because we can handle this. And we proved that when Bud, when John got hurt, Buddy came in, we won our games, we won big games and everything. So that's kind of what I think this team wants to show Aaron Rodgers, that, hey, quit quit thinking that, that you are Superman. You don't have to be Superman. We got this around you. Just come out and be Clark Kent. And every now and then, bring Superman out. But for the most part, just be Clark Kent and be honest. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and for Broncos country, a Packers win is a victory in two ways. A, you get another loss on the Chief. B, they find out love can do it. And maybe they are willing to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? You know, there you go. Uh, that and there could be some positives <laughs> there. So I, I would be cheering for the Green Bay Packers if I was the Broncos country as well. Yeah. So we got we got Chargers at the Eagles. I'm a big fan of Hertz. I think I think he's going to have a good career in the NFL. Is he going to be like a top five, top ten quarterback? I don't know, but I don't think you need that on every team. I think he, I, I, I just like the way he plays. But I think this is a bounce back game for the Chargers, and I think Justin yeah, Herbert is going to have this, a big day. Yeah, the Chargers really need this game to to stay afloat in the AFC West, and they, and they know they screwed it up last week. They mm-hmm. had a chance. They should have. They should have won that game. I felt they should have won that game. They, they didn't play well, so I, I'm with you. I think it's a bounce-back game. I like Hurts as well. I don't think he's going to be a top-five quarterback, but I think he's going to be a winnable quarterback. He's going to be a quarterback that, that has a lot of wins, doing it a different way, you know, doing it right. a different way than you see some of the other quarterbacks. But I, I'm, I'm in agreement. I think this is one of those games where the Chargers need to show if they are real this this year, and this is one of those games that's going to do it. If you don't go out and get this victory, then I'm going to have to say they're not going to have a shot. It's going to be the Chiefs and the, and the Raiders again in the AFC West. Yeah, talking about the Raiders uh, at the Giants. Oh, no oh, rugs man. this week, and I guess we don't want really want to go down that rabbit hole. Daniel Jones has been, I mean, he's been playing better. I don't know what the Giants are going to do with him, but I have a feeling the Raiders are going to go out there and put a beat down on the Giants this weekend. Yeah, the Giants, man, uh, let's just be real. It's not a good team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they don't have a lot of talent there. A lot of, you know, they, they get the talent back. They get hurt again. Shepard just got hurt again. I mean, they, they're just not a good team. They're, they, and I don't think, quite frankly, I, I don't know how good the coach is either. 
I mean, I'm not right. a fan of judges. I, I'm not a big fan of judges. I don't feel I, I didn't feel he should have gotten a job to begin with. I'm just going to be real. So uh, that's for another day. But I, I felt he was one of those. I know somebody I, who knows somebody who knows somebody. That's how he got the job. He said, I don't think he should have been a head coach at this. That's point. how a lot of people but, jobs, right? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly, yeah, and, and I agree. So, but but I think uh, I think the Raiders, you know, the Raiders, man, they they you're talking about some adversity, and you're talking about a, a strong group of guys. This is this is another game that's that's going to just show, you know, with Gruden, everything that happened to Gruden. And then, I mean, God, God bless this this situation with Rugs, man. It's, it's a tough situation for a player. It's tough for the victim. Uh, you know, I, I just want to say my prayers go goes out to the, everybody involved because it's just Amen an ugly situation. Yeah, it's just an ugly situation. But the Raiders have proven that that they are you know, they they are a resilient bunch of guys. And and you're talking about a team that's come together because of adversity. Most of the time, adversity can either break you apart or bring you together. This team has really come together, and and I'm I'm telling you right now, don't be shocked if they end up with OBJ. <laughs> if they you end know, up with OBJ, that's going to be a, a scary combination because OBJ would be a great great fit with the Raiders, and if somehow some way the the Raiders end up getting OBJ, man, that that's going to be that's going to be a good exciting young 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 talent with him and Derek Carr. Yeah, last thing for me on the Raiders. Um, I think all the adversity and everything that the Raiders have gone through this year, I don't think enough has been said about the leadership of Derek Carr. And you know me, I don't like yes. saying great things about the Raiders, but you know, Derek Derek Carr's done a masterful job this yeah. year, keeping yeah. that team together and keeping them in it and you know, kind of how people I don't think people that aren't in the media realize how hard it is to navigate that when you're oh, yeah. in it. Sure. It's like super difficult and he's done a great job of it. He's, he's done a tremendous job and, and I've met him a couple of times. I like him a lot and he's, he's proven everything that I thought he could be. He's proven that in then some in this situation, because you never know what a man is going to be or, or how a man is going to react to adversity strikes. And for him, he's done the right things, and he's also said the right things. And what he said about Rugs, man, I, I my hat goes off to him because he's clearly right. You know, and for him to stand up and say, you know, Rugs is going to need a lot of love and a lot of uh, a lot of people. I mean, I understand, you know, what happened to the victim, but this is a young guy, and to go through what he's about to go through for the rest of his life, and with that on his mind. Man, I, I couldn't have said it better. And, and for him to say he's going to step up and be that guy, like you said, man, my hat's off to Derek Carr. And I'm not, you know, I'm not one to say great things about the Raiders. But, <laughs> I know, exactly. But what they've gone through this year and the way they've handled it, you, you, you can't help. If you're a true football enthusiast and a football fan, you can't help but to say they've done a great job. Just tip the hat to the Raiders. So, um I guess we're down to the predictions. Broncos at Dallas. Dak coming back. Broncos offense just like in the mud. And we've got the Cowboys flying on all cylinders. <laughs> this doesn't set up for uh, no, anything no. great to happen on Sunday. 
No, and, and this city is is like I said, man. This city is on fire right now for the Cowboys, and and I just see a a young group of confident together guys. I, I can't see the Broncos getting the victory here. I, I just can't. I, I would love to see them upset the the Cowboys and, and give us something to talk about. I just don't see it happening. I mean, a, as I look at the true eye test and the true matchups, the Cowboys have the upper hand in most every position <laughs> that that we look at as far as quarterback, as far as running back, as far as uh, the wide receivers. I would say, you know, we, we have a great set of wide receivers, but we don't have the guy getting the ball and making the, you know, throws. And then offensive coordinator is not even close. No. <laughs> you know, as far as what Kellen can do here, Kellen Moore does here, and what he does week to week to put his guys in position to win. And and we could, we we have a nucleus of talent, but they're not put in positions to win as much as they should be, and, and that's going to be the problem. It'd be really cool if Kellen Moore just walked across the uh, field and <laughs> took the headset off of Vic Ch- Fangio's head. I mean, like that's a dream, Boy, you right? Stop. Could we have Man, that? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking Great. for Broncos country, Ray. It's a dream. I, I, I know. I know. I understand. But, uh, I understand. <laughs> I'm with you 100. Um, I don't think this is even going to be close. But I'm looking for this week is. Um, Garrett Bowles looks like he's out, but on that defense, I want to see these young guys. And I know that it's, it's a tall task, but those effort plays and stuff we see, like, you know, we see Parsons do it every week. Yes. He is a freak athlete, but not only that, this guy's motor is running, you know, all yeah. yeah. go all the time. And I want and, to see that from you our young see. guys. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you want to see. You want to see us go out and, and not just lay an egg. You want mm-hmm. to see us go out and compete. You know, and, and, and that that is a word that you were here thrown around a lot for the, rem- the rest of this year. The remainder of the year is how competitive are we? How close are we? You know, that that is what these young guys have to show for us, the GM, for the moves and all the draft picks we have. They have to show are we a competitive bunch? And that's what I want to see. I don't think I'll see a victory. But I do want to see us go out and compete and, and and really just play hard. All right, Ray, last thing you've mentioned it in a few shows. And so I'm going to say everyone's like, hey, what restaurant does Ray have in Dallas? I have people in Dallas. So hey, what's man, your restaurant, out, buddy? Come out and visit Musume's, uh, M-U-S-U-M-E, and uh, have a speakeasy lounge next door. There'll be a lot of Bronco fans there Saturday night. Um, I've already seen the list as far as for the lounge, and, and I've had a bunch. So I, I want to say thank you, Broncos country. I, I see you coming out in full flock to, to check out Visa Bay this weekend. So and it's uh, it's down in the uh, Arts Dish. It's on 2330 Flora Cl- uh, Crockett Street in Dallas. So uh, hopefully I get to see some of you guys there. Awesome, man. Yeah, I want to get there someday, man. Like what kind of cuisine are we talking, right? It's Asian fusion. It's uh, Asian and, and it's fused with uh, a little New Orleans flavor. So it's a lot of lot of spice, a lot of peppers. So it's, it's real flavorful. Look, real flavorful for the palate. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> well, and you're in way too too good a shape. So do you test all this stuff out? 
And then of go course. for a run, like because uh, of course, look, you just have to work out a little bit, but it's it's great food, a lot of sauces. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff, Ray. Hey, I appreciate your time and go Broncos this week, and and hopefully, you know what? Prove even us in- wrong. Thank Prove you. Prove us wrong. Like, look, I am eager and willing to be proved wrong, and I would love to come on next week and say Broncos country. Unlike Van, look, Fangio and Shermer, I will say I effed up. I yeah. apologize. <laughs> I apologize. All right, Ray. Good stuff. I'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. <laughs>